Well, God bless and thanks for tuning in once again to our New Life podcast. Uh, we're going to continue talking about a subject that we started uh, probably about uh, six series ago. Was that was that right? About six sessions ago. And we're, so we're number six uh, on the abundant life, and it's been a blessing. We've been talking about uh, things that uh, will help us live an abundant life in Christ, uh, but then things that also will hinder or rob our abundant life in Christ, because sometimes we don't make an emphasis on that. But we're going to continue talking about that. And uh, Pastor Kerry, you doing good? Great, man. How are you? Doing really well, man. Kind of tired, you know. Uh-huh. Uh, man, uh, we had an excellent, excellent harvest festival yesterday, mm-hmm. or Hallelujah Night, whatever you want to call it. Our biggest outreach of the year yeah. uh, is now that. Yeah. And I would venture to say, I, I don't think I'm going to exaggerate by saying we maybe had at least 1,500 to, to 2,000 people there? What do you think? Wow. Probably? Yeah. Because yeah, it, it was it just uh, probably about that many. Yeah. Um, I had friends that, that brought their kids, and they said, well, we were going to say hi to you, but, um, man, you had a line of kids, and, and you're really busy, so we couldn't get to you. That's how busy it was. Uh, I, th- I think at the end of the night, I felt like I worked for like eight hours. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a fun night, man. It but really, it, really yeah, was. Yeah, it really was, man. And there were so many kids, so many people from the community to come out. And it doesn't really take a whole lot of effort for us to get We, we don't have to invite them. We don't, yeah. They just know. And this is what I put on, 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 my, on one of my posts. I put on there, uh, I believe that the community was expecting us to show there. up last yeah, absolutely. night you know especially this year with all the crazy stuff going on with people um lacing candy with drugs yeah. and things like that i think the neighborhood and the community was like you know what there's a safe place we can take our kids yeah and then we can go home yeah you know on a school night everything like that yeah it was great man. and it was cool to see all the smiles man kids smiling the parents smiling people laughing having a good time yeah it was awesome it, it was, was really, really good really great. we we had a taste of cali uh come out uh they couldn't bring their food truck out but they did come out and set up a, a table and they and they cooked out there uh free tacos yeah free uh street tacos free hot dogs right. our, our our um ministry got together we made free hot dogs gave all that away all the candy all the effort i mean man it was really really good and i believe that through our love and through our serving we planted some good seed absolutely man and that's what uh, talking about an abundant life absolutely serving is a way of getting into that abundant life with absolutely and uh i know sometimes we don't want to hear about it or talk about it but man that is one of the keys right in fact i'm going to say this when Angela and I first started coming to church here 29 years ago, we sometimes would see people give an offering of $100 like nothing, $1,000. And, you know, uh, sometimes we make a, a church uh, drive, you know, to fix a certain part of the building or just whatever. And people would donate so much money. And Angela and I were just newlyweds. We were young. Man, we were 20 years old. We were barely getting by. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we thought, I mean, we thought we were, we were just, you know, barely surviving given our tithe you know much less anything else so one of the things that Angela and I did was we said you know we can't give any more resources because we can't afford it we just don't have it mm-hmm. so what I'm going to do is whenever we start the project or whenever we do whatever I'm going to be hands-on and that's right. going to be my seed yeah, you know absolutely. until God blesses and that was like a beginning right. of an abundant life mm-hmm. didn't have resources but I started with my talent my time my energy uh, back then, my youthfulness, mm-hmm. and uh, 
that helped me to step into a place where now I can also serve, but also give monetarily right. as well. Yeah. So that's part of a, a, an abundant life. But we started off talking about some things that you administered on on, on this subject, Pastor Kerry, and uh, I'll let you get us back on track and see where we're at now. Yeah, so again, we've been talking about the abundant life. And again, everyone who was here uh, Monday night, uh, man, thank y'all from the bottom of my hearts. You know, like I was telling you earlier before mm-hmm. we started, I was telling Adam, one of the coolest things I saw this year was so many people who did step up to help out. Absolutely. There was so many cars uh, who used their trunks to you know, have a game for the kid, give out candy. Like, it was so cool yeah. uh, to see that this year. So definitely something to look forward to next year. I got a uh, glimpse of what Adam's going to look like in the future. Oh, man. You know? <laughs> that was pretty cool, man. You know, I didn't think I would ever see that, but. You know, you I saw the real Sam Garza. Yeah, yeah I, saw, I saw the real Sam Garza. Yeah, <laughs> insert picture right here. Yeah, Bing. yeah. <laughs> it was cool, um, man. Yeah, no, but it was cool. You know, even Pastor with his with his uh, bug out there, yeah. stuff like that. It was cool, man. Just you know, from the bottom of our hearts, thank y'all so much for making our this community outreach event a great one and something that you know, like like we said. It's our biggest outreach event that we do. Exactly. And so what an opportunity to be the salt and light in our world and in our community, you know. Exactly. um, But the abundant life, you know, we've been talking about the, we talked about the abundant life in September, Mm -hmm. in our September series, and we've been talking about it every week since then. And um, we really got our our anchor verse, our our verse that we built this on was in John Mm 10.10, when Jesus said, uh, the thief comes to steal, kill, destroy, Mm -hmm. but I've come to give you life and have it at abundance. At yes. the overflow, right? And so that's where we started with this. And we talked about, you know, in that first week, we talked about, you know, uh, different things that the abundant life does. And then we talked about three things that, you know, the enemy would love to do to keep us from living the abundant life. And then the next time I got the opportunity to minister, I, I basically went along that mm-hmm. same format. And I talked about the abundant life is a life that is filled with God. Uh, I talked about um, the abundant life is a life that is overflowing with praise. The abundant life is a life that is overflowing with God's word. And the abundant life is a life that is overflowing with generosity, right? Mm-hmm. And then we talked about these three things. We talked about how uh, compromise can rob you of living the abundant life. Mm-hmm. Then we talked about how pride can keep you from living the abundant life. And then we talked about how unforgiveness can keep you from living the abundant life as well. That's right. And that's where we were going to pick up on today was on okay. unforgiveness. Um, and I, I, got, I pulled that from 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 11 uh, in the New Life Version. Um, Paul said this, he said, We forgive so that Satan will not win. We know how he works. Okay, hmm. and, and I wrote this down, I said, To withhold forgiveness is to play into the hands of the devil. Wow. So when Paul was writing this to the Corinthians, okay, mm. when he was writing this, there was something that happened within the church. Someone mm. had, had committed some sin amongst the people, and Paul was telling the Corinthians, he said, listen, y'all have to forgive this person. Yeah. Y'all have to forgive them because if you don't, what's going to happen is we forgive so that Satan will not win. If you do not forgive, Satan wins, That's right. okay? Satan wins because we know how he works. So... When I write down to withhold forgiveness is the play into the hands of the devil, mm-hmm. and unforgiveness leads to so many things. Exactly right. It's basically an open. It's it's like an open door for the enemy to come in and cause bitterness, to cause depression, right. to cause so many other things that happen right. because we choose to not forgive. That's right. Right. That's and so right. we talked about how unforgiveness 
can keep us from fully living and walking in the abundant life. Why? Because to withhold forgiveness is to play into the hands of the devil. That's right. That's right. And that's 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 powerful because uh, I'm, I'm going to talk to some uh, believers, those of us who love God. We go to church every day or, or every time the doors are open, we're involved, we're, we're, we're basically, uh, could be even say pillars of, of, of an existing church or something, and, and we consider ourselves leaders and, and solid Christians, but maybe there's an area in our life where we just, you know, yeah, I, I, I can't forgive that person after what he said. Right. Yeah, I just have a problem with that, but uh, I'm here to worship God. You know, I'm here to serve. I'm here to. This is part of living an abundant life, meaning you, you got to live all of Christianity, all of what Jesus is saying, and all of what God wants. Uh, and, and I'm going to say, even Pastor Kerry, this affects us as pastors, absolutely, especially pastors. I'm going to say because we 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 minister to a lot more people than just one individual. Uh, you know, maybe if we're one individual has to deal or, or hangs out or has a relationship everyday life with maybe two or three people uh, or whatever. As pastors, we have a multitude of people that we hang out with. And there's a multitude of people that can either bring uh, positive comments to us or they can say things to us in a negative way. And as pastors, we need to learn to forgive as individuals, we need to learn to forgive. Yeah. And it's a very, very difficult thing. I mean, we all deal with it. We've all, you know, I've said this before, Pastor Kerry. You know, I'm going to forgive that person, but I'm, I'm, I'm not ever going to have anything to do with them. Well, right. then that's not forgiveness. Right. You know, forgiveness, forgiveness is saying, hey, I'm going to forget about the whole thing, and I'm going to start over as if there was never an offense. Right. Okay. And I think Joseph is a good example That's of that. Exactly who I was thinking about. I just mean, now. Joseph, Joseph got tore up, man, right, by, by his, his brothers. brothers. I mean, he was first. They were thinking about killing him, right. and they said, "No, nah, that's that's too hard. Let's just throw him in a pit and right. leave him there." Okay, as if that wasn't too hard. Yeah. But then they had it, you know, overnight. One of the brothers, I think it was Benjamin, said, "Man, I, I can't handle this. We got we got to get him out. I, you know, I just can't think of the thought of just leaving him in there." So they they got him out and they sold him as a slave. Right. They sold him as a slave. These are his brothers, man. Mm -hmm. uh, and his brothers knew that he was the most loved of their father, to the youngest, the last one. Uh, and, and I'm pretty sure maybe he was a little spoiled or whatever. Absolutely. But still, doesn't justify the fact. They sold him. He goes to a good home uh, and works under a gentleman named Potiphar, who's, who's a big shot in the area. And then his wife... Potiphar's wife wants him to wants her to sleep with him. He 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 refuses. He wants right. to serve God and and be a, a a godly man, and he refuses. And that's when she falsely accuses him of trying to rape her. Okay, right. so he gets thrown in jail. Okay, then he's in jail. Had somebody say, "Hey, you know, I'm about to get out. I'm about to get out on parole, <laughs> and um, I'll never forget you. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell everybody about you so that we can get you out of there." They forget about him. You know, so all these things go on. Uh, of course, the story goes on later to show us how God continues to give him favor. He becomes second in command of Pharaoh. Uh, all these great things happen to him because he's a man of integrity. Then he comes into account, uh, you know, 
with his brothers. So now is his chance to get a little bit of vengeance. Right. And but he's so mature in the Lord that by the time he gets to that point in his life, he tells his brothers, guys, I've realized that it wasn't you guys who right. did this to me. Yeah. It was actually God's will yeah. so that I could get to the place that I'm at. Mm -hmm. I don't hold anything against y'all. Yeah. And then he goes on to say this. As a matter of fact, I'm going to use where I am today because of what y'all did to me. I'm where I am today. And it was God. But not only am I going to make sure that, uh, that I take care of you guys, but I'm going to make sure that I take care of your whole family, man. Absolutely. That's powerful, man. Yeah. And how many of us could do something like yeah. that? Yeah. Absolutely. You know, I think a lot of people don't understand their, the power in forgiveness, that the power that comes with forgiveness. So a perfect personal story to me. So before I was on staff here, I worked with the Lubbock Boys and Girls Club for many years. I worked at the Wilson branch here in Lubbock on 58th. And then I worked at this one right here down the street on Cornell. Mm -hmm. Okay. This one down the street on Cornell, I spent more time at working at this one. And, you know, here worked with a lot of, you know, some, some pretty rough kids mm -hmm, over the years. Mm -hmm. And I'll never forget there was this one time I had this one young man. He was like fifth or sixth grade, you know, fifth mm -hmm. or sixth grade going on 21. And, um, you know, I'll never forget, you know, he was upset because he got in trouble. And, of course, he started yelling at me. And I said, look, man, you mm -hmm, got to go. Mm -hmm, like, we're not going to mm -hmm. tolerate that here. You know, it's a privilege to be here. So uh, you can go. And, of course, on his way out the door, he's, like, yelling at me and cussing at me, wow. calling me this, that, whatever, right? I'm like, that's fine, but you can do it from outside the door, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> you can say what you want about me, but you're going to do it outside. Yeah. So he leaves. And, um, you know, time goes on. And, you know, and I'll never forget we were doing, like, this uh, – like, we were going to play dodgeball against one of the other Boys and Girls Clubs, mm -hmm. okay? And, of course, all his friends, you know, they're all going, right? Mm -hmm. And um, he shows up that day, and we're going to go play dodgeball. And uh, he was like, hey, Carrie, can I come? And I was like, I don't know, man. I was like, I don't know if I'm, if I'm going to, I don't know if I'm going to have issues with you or whatnot. And this, that, whatever. I said, I can't, I can't be taking you there and having these kinds of issues. Like, look, man, I'm sorry. I was wrong. I was out of line, this, that, whatever. Last time I talked to you, I said, all right, man. I said, I'll give you another chance. We're good. You know, yeah. I forgave the kid. Sure. Right? So he gets on the bus, man. We go. We have a good time, this, that, whatever. It's amazing how me and his relationship changed after that wow. one act of forgiveness. Wow. Like, seriously, the kid became, like, someone who was like, yo, what's up, Carrie? Yeah. Every time he came, like, yeah, he was very friendly. That. He was very appreciative of that, of that forgiveness. Mm -hmm. But here's what was crazy. About several months down the road, there was a, another kid Kind of like the same situation with him. Hmm. Um, and this kid was, like, making a huge scene inside the Boys and Girls Club, this, that, whatever. And, you know, I'll never forget. I was like, look, man, you got to go. He's like, I ain't going nowhere. And he was just saying all kinds of stuff to me. And wow. I'll never forget the young man who I had forgiven just kind of, like, stepped in between us and said, hey, man, you don't talk to Carrie like that. You don't treat him <laughs> with that kind of disrespect up in here. And the other kid was just, like, taken back, like, wow. okay, I won't. But, again, there's power in forgiveness, right? Yeah, absolutely. There's power in forgiveness. You know, I often wonder, had I had we not kind of in that situation, I'd, if I would have been, like, prideful and be like, no, nah, man, sorry, mm -hmm. you got to, no, you mm -hmm. can't go, I can't trust mm -hmm. you. Mm -hmm. You know, had I not forgiven him, you know, what would have happened with that young man? Would he have 
ever came back to the Boys and Girls Club? Would he have ever? I mean, who knows what would have happened, exactly. right? But there's power in forgiveness, just exactly. like you talked about with Joseph. Mm-hmm. And we know that because we've seen that in our personal lives right. with the Lord. Right. You know, every one of us, you know, when we came, you know, our sins were forgiven, you know, and there's power in that forgiveness. Mm-hmm. And and I truly believe that if we hold on to unforgiveness, mm-hmm. it will rob us yeah. of living the abundant yeah. life. Because, again, like Paul was telling the Corinthians, we forgive so that Satan will not win because mm-hmm. we know how he works. Exactly. He knows if we have unforgiveness in our heart. He knows if we have unforgiveness in our lives. He knows, hey, I've won. That's right. I've won. They're not going to live in the abundant life. I've won. Okay? Now I can get inside there. I can make them depressed. I can make them feel all types of way. I can make them bitter. Like, I can lead them to all these different types of things because they refuse to forgive. How many people out there right now still hold a bitter grudge of unforgiveness towards their parents because of something that was done Mm -hmm. when they were kids? Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. And, And sad because they've lived 10, 20 years in this state of bitterness towards their parents or towards a brother or sister because they made the choice to say, no, I'm not going to forgive you. That's right. I'm not going to forgive you. No. And the reality is God never wanted us to live like that. Exactly. But when we do live like that, the Bible is very clear. Paul said, when we don't forgive, Satan wins. And that's exactly what happens. He robs us of years of our life. Yeah. And, you know, Pastor Kerry, it can go even deeper than that because, you know, even though this kid... uh, said what he said to you or whatever mm-hmm. uh, but it wasn't at the point where you went home and you lost sleep mm-hmm. or it affected you emotionally right. or it just really hurt you to the bone or anything like that because he probably wasn't close to you you know yep. uh, like maybe a relative or a good friend or somebody that you work with very closely or whatever or you did stuff for and they turned around and, and, and did something bad to you but for those people that are betrayed in such a manner maybe it could be uh, it could be adultery it could be a, a friend that did something horrible to another very close friend or, 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 or like I said, or relative or something. But when it hurts really, really bad and, and, it's, it, and it affects you emotionally and you have to kind of get a grip of yourself and you have to pray and, and get somebody to pray with you and it takes you several worship services or just whatever, I mean, and it affects you and it rocks you and you lose sleep and all this stuff. And then now, now you're getting to the point where you're getting over it or whatever and things are getting better. But now either you're feeling a nudging in your spirit to forgive that person, but you're fighting God saying, uh-uh, because uh, I remember what he did. Mm-hmm. What, he, what they did was horrible. Right. What they did was horrible, okay? It was evil. I, I've had it done to me in my life. It was evil. It was horrible. Or or maybe that person comes and, and asks for forgiveness or trying to talk or trying to come around now as if nothing happened, and you're like, oh, no, uh-uh. Here's the thing. Uh it affects our abundant life in Christ. Right, absolutely. When we say, when we choose to, to like you said, be prideful and say, no, uh-uh. Yeah. You, you did something to me, and no, I don't, I don't, I'm not going to forgive you for that. I'm not going to forget that, buddy, you know. Uh, I'm not going to do nothing to you, but I'm not going to forget. I'm not going to forgive, and I'm yeah. not going to forget about it. Uh, I, I know people that it affects their business life yeah. because they're always t- trying to prove something because of some unforgiveness in their heart. Or, or um, also uh, hurts a person's spiritual life because they can't get over that part of their yeah. life. It affects relationships. You know, when, when, when you get betrayed in one relationship and you try to go to another relationship and you can't forgive, it affects that good relationship that you have now from having an abundant life or having an abundant 
success in that relationship because you can't forgive over here. So it 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 opens up an abundant life for us if we go ahead and take the step of faith. Yeah. Even though it hurt, even though it was ugly, even though mm-hmm. it was tough and caused a lot of pain and damage, it takes a lot of faith. But when you take that state step of faith to forgive and to really forgive and to love and just to release that and never re- remind yourself of it again or bring it up, then you step into a place where an abundant life yeah. is like open for you. Yeah. You know, because it can affect our abundant life in Christ when we don't forgive like that. And it's just, again, and it can just affect our everyday life. You know, just when we were talking just now, just I thought about like a weight that you carry with unforgiveness. Yeah. You know, it's like a huge burden, yeah. you know, as long as you carry yeah. it with you every day. And for some people, like, honestly, like, it consumes the mind, right? For years, like you were just talking about, it'll it consumes alternate, the mind. It, it'll change your attitude. It'll yeah. change your mood, everything. And it does all those things. Church, that's that's not the way God intended us for us to live. Exactly. In all honesty, he didn't want us to live that way. And so, like you said, it's so important. How do we get that weight off? And just humbling ourselves before the Lord and saying, Lord, I, I don't. I need your help to yeah. forgive. Yeah. I need you to help me forgive. You know, I think one of the greatest examples that, of Jesus was when Judas betrays him. Mm-hmm. And Jesus, when Judas comes and he kisses him on the cheek, Jesus calls him friend. Mm-hmm. I'm like, how can you call someone like that a friend mm-hmm. after what he just did? Yeah. But Jesus, you know, even whenever they were taunting him and mocking him on the cross, what did he say? Father, forgive them. They know not what they do. Exactly. It's the greatest example of forgiveness. And so for me, in my personal life, when I have struggled with this, like you said, we've all been there. Um, I literally had to come before the Lord. I need your help because, um, yeah, I don't want to carry this weight mm-hmm. of unforgiveness no more. And so I need your help to forgive. And, you know, the Lord softens my heart. I say, yeah, I, 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 we're good, man. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, we're good. You know, we we're good, like completely good. And so, um, yeah, I just believe that that's the way God wants us to live, to be free from that weight of unforgiveness. Because if we continue to carry it again, as Paul told the Corinthians, um, if we don't, Satan wins. Mm -hmm. Okay. We don't want him to win. We don't Mm -hmm. want him to have that victory Mm -hmm. over us, um, to, to keep us bound up and weighted down with unforgiveness. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So involved in church in so many years and ministry in so many years, Pastor Kerry, I see, I see unforgiveness as one of the things that can destroy ministries, oh, destroy man. churches, yeah, absolutely. Uh, destroy churches. You know, sometimes you can have a good thing going, but something happens within a couple of people and they just can't forgive and move on. Yeah. And it just either either some of them decide not to come back or some of them just, uh, uh, you know, there's always like like they say, there's always that. It feels like there's that elephant in the room, you know, when they when we're, we're together and those two people are in there, you know, it just and, and it just doesn't it, it doesn't ever uh, bring that abundant life that we want in our lives. So it's very, very important that you ask God, you know, and be sincere with God. Say, God, you know, this hurt. This this was tough. And honestly, I don't want to forgive this person because what they did. But a lot of times what you don't understand is. When you decide to say, you know what, no, no, I'm not going to forget. You're not hurting that person, you know, exactly. more. You're not yeah. getting back at them. Yeah. You're actually doing more damage to yourself because every time you think about it, every time you relive it, you get hurt again. And yep. it opens that wound and it opens that wound and opens that scab. So you're not hurting anybody but yourself. Yeah. And so it is important that if you want to heal from that, 
that you release that person, not for them, but so that you release that person so that you can be free. And you're going to find out that sometimes uh, when when, when the other person that did the offense, when they're prideful and they don't ever want to ask you for forgiveness or whatever, but you have the faith and uh, and you have uh, the anointing on your life to be able to forgive that person and treat them as if they had never offended you. You're going to see how sometimes if they're prideful and if they're very um, still uh, set in their ways of, of, of not uh, uh, asking for forgiveness, uh, that I mean, it, it will it will rock their world yeah. man. it will eat them up. And yeah. and those people can never live an abundant life. Yeah. You know, so if you're the offender. Okay, it's very, very important that you humble yourself, that you ask for forgiveness and 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 move on. If the person doesn't forgive you, as long as you did it with all your heart, that's all we can do. And as long as God forgives us and we did it with a good heart, we can still walk in that abundant life. Yeah. And without us even knowing church, God uses that act of forgiveness to minister to people around you. Seriously, Mm -hmm. because. If you've ever forgiven a family member or a close friend that people knew the situation or whatever it was, and you really do forgive and they start to see, wow, this person really did forgive. God must really have done, has done something in their life mm-hmm. to really, it is without you even realizing it, mm-hmm. God uses that situation. God uses that moment to minister to other family and friends to show how good he is and how forgiving he is in the process. And so, again, you just never know, all right? You just never know what God is up to. So it's so important not to hold on to that unforgiveness. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's so important not to hold on to that unforgiveness. That's right. Um, There's some other things you talked about, uh, but, man, that kind of took a lot of our time. But we got about (laughs) five minutes, right? Yeah, we're at yes, sir. we got about five minutes just to introduce what we're going to talk about maybe the next session. But uh, that was a really, really uh, heavy, heavy topic that needed to be talked about because yes, I think it happens a lot uh, as far as an abundant life in Christ. So set up the, uh, the, the, the next topic, unless you had something else on unforgiveness. Oh, man. So, I mean, one of the things that we talked about with the abundant life is – it's a life that's overflowing with praise and it's overflowing with generosity and it's overflowing with God's word. And what what we really would like to, to talk about is Ephesians chapter 3, verses 20 and 21. It says, Now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we ask or think according to the power that works in us, to him be the glory in the church by Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever. Amen. And I just want to encourage everyone remember, God can do exceedingly abundantly all we think or ask. And here's the best part. God is able to do it in our lives now. Okay. He's able to to do it in our lives now. So, you know, one of the things that I would, you know, as we move forward into next week, man, is just continue to talk about, hey, what is the abundant life? Uh, what does the abundant life look like? Yeah. What does walking in that abundant life look like? You know, we've talked you know, six different things so far, but there's so much more, right? And so moving forward, man, that would be something awesome that we could just, hey, this is what walking the abundant life looks like. Exactly. So as we get ready for the next session, uh, I I tell you what, Pastor Kerry, when we come back on the next session, I want to talk about some things that I believe God placed in my spirit that I talked about um, that, that helps you to not only get into that abundant life, 
but keeps you in that abundant life. You know, I've been preaching the gospel for over 34, 35 years now, and uh, God has done some great things in my life. Um, God has been so, so good to me in all these years. And uh, but there's some things that I had to maintain in my life to be able to keep in this abundant life. And the enemy is always going to throw those darts at us like unforgiveness, compromise, all this stuff. And if we're able to dodge those and stay in these uh, areas in our life, man, I guarantee you're going to have an abundant, abundant life. Remember, we're not just talking about the fact that God can bless you financially or with material things. We're talking about in general, everything, walking in peace and enjoy uh, and enjoying those around you. Man, that's the key right there to enjoying life at every moment of your life. So we're going to talk about these things as we continue. But uh, um, I want to thank everybody for tuning in and thank everybody uh, once again. Tell your family, friends, everybody you know, tag us, share this, do everything you can because we want to continue bringing some uh, good quality programs to you. We're going to do some changes here pretty soon uh, during the holidays, and we're going to have a few more guests during the holidays as well and things like that that we have lined up. So spread the word, and we would love to have each and every one of you tune in uh, every podcast. I'll let you end it up, Pastor Kerry. All right, y'all. So as Pastor Chris said, you know, we look forward to seeing you guys again next week. It's We air these every single Thursday at 7 p.m., you can catch it on video on Facebook Live at 7 p.m., which is Ministerios Nueva Vida, or you can catch us on our YouTube channel, MNV Lubbock. If you have not subscribed, subscribe, okay? Turn on those notifications so you can get those notifications every time we go live, every Thursday at 7 p.m., okay? Um, and if you want to listen to the podcast, you can catch us on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify, uh, and just search New Life Podcast, and we are there right uh, every Thursday morning, usually. Uh, brother Adam has them uploaded on Thursday. Um, if you enjoy Spanish, you can catch our Spanish podcast every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Mm -hmm. 7 p.m. as well. Um, those are same same platforms, uh, just in Spanish. So if you prefer Spanish, we have that in Spanish as well. Okay, so we encourage you guys uh, to check that out. Every single week we're available and we look forward to seeing you all next year. Don't forget to comment, uh, subscribe, and share this with your friends. And we'll see you all next week, guys. God bless. God bless.